This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome back to Straight Outta Marvel. It's your host, Kevin27, back with another fire episode. And today we got another Marvel News Show. Yes, it's been a little while, but uh your boy been working hard and hardly working, if you know what I'm saying. So today on my off day, I said, let's drop a little Marvel News show and then let's work on some more top tens and all of that stuff. So with that being said, make sure you give a five star rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And also make sure you give a follow at Kevin27World on Instagram and Twitter. We finally got a hundred followers on Instagram. I didn't want to say it because I know It'd be haters, it'd be like, oh, you got a hundred followers, huh? Let me unfollow. But, uh, fuck you, man. If you do it, I know I reached a milestone. Fuck you, if you're a hater like that. Also, please follow on YouTube and subscribe and turn on notification bells for, you know, good episodes, good videos, and all of that good stuff. So, how you guys been? I hope you enjoyed when I put out my uh, throwback of, uh, what was that, Spider-Man? No Way Home. I just had to throw it back on the timeline, man, for the listeners. Because it's probably my favorite rant. I'm not even going to cap. I was, like, so hyped for that shit. Like, when I went to see No Way Home and then saw it a second time, I was like, bro, this is going to be the greatest piece I've ever written. And so far, I feel like it is. Uh... I've written good pieces after that, but I feel like the Eternals was a good one too. You know, this all has to coincide with controversy and Eternals was a controversial one because, you know, the critics shitted on it just like they're shitting on Thor. So yeah, um, that was a good one, but No Way Home is my favorite, and I had to drop that for the 60-year anniversary or a birthday of Spider-Man being a hero, so that was that. So let's get into some of this Marvel news, and you already know, we going with the damn Haymaker, the mic that was dropped, which is She-Hulk's episode will be released every Thursday on Disney+. Plus starting August 18th. So we have realized and we now know that She-Hulk has been delayed, but only by a day. How do I feel about that? I'm distraught. I'm heartbroken. And I'm a little irritated by it because I love the move from Friday to Wednesday. So I'm not even going to cap. Why I love it? Because it worked out better for my schedule. I'm off Wednesdays and Thursdays, so a Wednesday release is perfect for me. Tuesday, you know, I get to go to work, and I'm like, yeah, I got a Marvel episode tonight. It just makes the workday go by faster. Now I got to go to work on Tuesdays when She-Hulk is out, and I'm just like, eh, nothing, nothing, nothing. 
So that's terrible. And also, it puts more of a workload on me. And when I say more of a workload, what I had planned for She-Hulk was that we do the review on Wednesdays and then do a live episode on Thursdays. Now, I got to do Thursday night. So I hope you guys writing this down. Thursday night will be late night She-Hulk. Um, and then, unless it's an episode where I want to get Bree Dubs on, but like I said, considering this on Thursday, it's going to be a little harder now. And then um, I'm going to live stream Thursday at 6 p.m. to talk about Marvel news and maybe She-Hulk. If you guys got questions, meet me on YouTube at Kevin27World on Thursday at 6 p.m. Pacific. Let me stress that again. 6 p.m. Pacific on YouTube at Kevin27World. Let's get the live streams going. Let's get the live streams going. So if you want to catch the episode, it'll be out Thursday morning. We're really Thursday night because what I'm going to do is for all six episodes, I'm going to watch the episode, get a little more lit, and then re-watch the episode while I do the commentary. Y'all know how I do. And then when I wake up Thursday, I'm going to get prepared, get my you know, questions or whatever in order, watch a couple of uh, new rock stars, heavy spoilers and all of that good shit. And then I'm live streaming on Thursday night, 6 p.m. Be there, be square, be a fucking lame from Delaware if you want. But yo, the straight out of Marvel fan is going to be there. So you should be there too. If you're straight out of Marvel fan, let's uh, put up real estate and straight out of Marvel land, man. Let's uh, let's put the flag down on the moon. Let's do that. Um, so that's the big news. She-Hulk is now Thursdays. Now, why do you think that is? I'm going to tell you why it is before I even think why it is. I think Marvel, and not just Marvel, but Disney, was a little embarrassed that Miss Marvel debuted only to 750000 Was it seven? I think it was seven seventy-five. One of those. It was seven fifty or seven seventy-five. I think they was a little embarrassed that it, it, you know, debuted so low. And the reason it debuted so low, because I feel like it was the finale of Obi-Wan Kenobi. And let's be real here. We all are in sectors of fandom. I'm a Marvel fan that doesn't watch Star Wars. And then I'm pretty sure it's Star Wars fans that don't watch Marvel. But I'm pretty sure it's Star Wars fans that like Marvel, right? So they're going to watch their Star Wars and then watch Marvel when they can get to it if it come out on the same day. You got to think, we, the majority of people watching this shit is 25 plus. We all got jobs, lives, husbands, wives, all of that stuff, kids. So when you look at it from that perspective, you got to get it down on one day. It has to be one day. So do I hate that Marvel got bumps of Thursdays? Yes, I do. I hate it with a passion because I'm one of those fans that watch Marvel and doesn't watch Star Wars. But Disney realized 
they can't go head to head because I think they were thinking, oh, we're going to get a double up. We're going to get people that's going to watch the Star Wars finale and then watch Miss Marvel um, intro. That's not what happened. And they were a little bamboozled, probably shooken. And I'm not mad at it from their perspective. From my perspective, I am pissed because it just makes it worse for me and more work for me. But whatever, I'm not like tripping about it. I'm mad at it, but I'm not tripping about it. So that's what I think happened. And I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Like, right? Let me know if you Marvel fans, straight out of Marvel fans, got some straight out of Star Wars shit going on. And you was like, yeah, I'd rather go watch that instead of Miss Marvel, a character I'm not too familiar with. Like we bro, I've only the only Star Wars movie I watched was the first one that came out when I was in first grade. And it was um, Darth Maul, right? And, yo, my dad had me dressed down to the nines for that shit. He had me with a Star Wars shirt. Uh, I had, like, a Star Wars baseball jersey type of shirt. Some clean Star Wars pants, like. And then I had the Nikes to go with it. Like, my dad had me fresh as fuck. And I never watched Star Wars again after that. Like, I don't like Star Wars. I never liked it as a kid. Don't like it as an adult. Shout out to Baby Yoda. But Baby Groot walks so Baby Yoda can run. I'm just saying. So, I'm not watching any Star Wars. So, fuck Wednesdays now. Wednesdays are for me to get obscenely drunk. And um, that's what I'm going to do with my life, right? Since we can't have Marvel Wednesdays anymore. I loved it. So now my Wednesdays are completely empty, just like my soul, and I hate it. I hate it here. The earth is spinning faster than it's supposed to be. Uh, global warming is happening at an increasingly rate. Apparently, we can't stop climate change. Fuck it all. But while we are here, I will be here on this HyperX Quadcast mic, speaking to the Straight Outta Marvel listeners, because I'm passionate about this. And I'm only passionate because I have a following. Yo, if I didn't have a following, I'd say, fuck you guys. I'm going home, but I do. So here I am. So with that being said, Thursdays, we're going back to where we started. You remember when Straight Outta Marvel first started, you guys? We released Thursday night. That would be the same thing, except for I won't have a lame-ass partner and I want to do shit. It will be Thursday night's Casino Kev, aka Kevin27, on the ones and the ones straight going in, and it's no bullshit. So Thursdays is the new straight out of Marvel days. So be on the lookout for our first episode of She-Hulk. And we got a little more news because your boy Groot. I am Groot will be August 10th, which maybe I'm tripping. I thought I am Groot was supposed to come out like the same day in She-Hulk. But like I said, I think they just want to have a clear slate schedule to all of it. So I'm thinking that I am Groot is just, they just wanted to come out as also could be his own little entity. It may they may reveal some shit, but 
like we've already seen, I Am Groot happens after Guardians of the Galaxy 2. So, and this is still Baby Groot. It says it's before Teen Groot's post credit scene. So, this is, this doesn't even have anything to do with Endgame, right? Nothing is important in this show, so I get, yo, just drop it August 10th. It could be something cute, something pretty. And this baby grew. Like I said, baby grew walk, so baby uh, Yoda can run. <clears throat> so I'm cool with it. Not mad at it at all whatsoever. Um, Let's go back to She-Hulk, though. So I did miss this, and that's why I said, I think I'm going to stop doing live reactions on my little computer because I don't know how in the hell I miss Daredevil being at the end of the She-Hulk trailer. I don't know how the hell I missed that. Maybe I wasn't paying attention. Maybe I was trying to find something uh, clever to say, which clearly I didn't. But maybe that's what happened, and I missed it. But She-Hulk store Tatiana Maslany, or Maslany, however you say it, says, fans will be happy about Charlie Cox's Daredevil return in her Disney Plus series. And she says, he's a really amazing actor. Now, shout out to Charlie Cox, even though I hate that all the Europeans are taking all of the acting jobs. I hate it. I hate it with a passion because I'm so American. That's not racist. It's just being um, proud of your country. And I do hate that all of our superheroes are taking over by the Europeans. I mean, it's kind of bullshit. Tom Holland, Charlie Cox, Doctor Strange. I mean, what the hell? But at the same time, I love them all. I love Doctor Strange, Benedict Cumberbatch. I love Tom Holland, and I love Charlie Cox. So I can't even hate on it. But uh, Americans, you need we need to do a better job at acting. Maybe we've um, lost sight of acting. I don't know what's going on. And that's all around the board. I mean, we got Daniel Kaluuya portraying act, portraying Americans, and he's doing a horrible job at it. I mean, come on, man. America, where we at? Plant the flag on the moon again. But uh, regardless, I cannot wait to see Charlie Cox as Daredevil in this. And it, it makes me wonder, what is he doing outside of Hell's Kitchen? I mean, clearly... He was in Queens. I mean, if you watch the seasons of Daredevil, he spends little time outside of Hell's Kitchen, right? Now he's like all over the place in Hell's Kitchen. So, or in New York City, I mean. So it's cool to see him branching out. And we get a lawyer and a lawyer, lawyer on lawyer uh, acting would be very cool. Now, when he showed up, he had his two batons and he had his uh, his mask and suit on, the same suit that he said he wasn't going to wear. It kind of looked like the same suit, right? He did, at the end of season three, he was like, yo, I'm, I don't even need that suit anymore. And he went back to the black, you know, bandage over his head and all black suit. So, I look at it and I'm just like, could this be a variant? But no, I think they've been in this 
you know, city all along. And I think they can do that because Luke Cage was, it, it makes more sense for them because they didn't know the Avengers. So Luke Cage was in Harlem doing his thing. And Daredevil was in Hell's Kitchen doing his thing. Like they are were in their own little worlds in the Netflix series. So it, it actually makes sense. But I cannot wait to see my guy, Charlie Cox, as Daredevil. It should, and I'm pretty sure, would be fun. Okay, now let's talk about Letitia Wright. She says the death of T'Challa causes Shuri to be consumed with her work in Wakanda forever. And this is a quote. She says she's creating at another level, end quote. Um... And the first thing I said, so is this going to be an Age of Ultron thing or an Iron Man 3 type of thing, right? Think about Iron Man 3. All he was doing was creating all of these suits, going crazy, obsessing. And yeah, it had ramifications, but then he ended up blowing all the suits up and it was kind of nothing. Now think about his obsession in Age of Ultron. That led to Ultron, which caused the city of Sokovia to go to get blown off the map. So when you look at that from that perspective, is Shuri on that type of level? Is she obsessing so hard to either bring T'Challa back, trying to find a solution that she ends up being the reason why Namor is going to flood Wakanda. We already seen the trailer. We seen Wakanda being flooded and we seen her at the center of it. So would it be that Shuri is the problem and they're going to treat it like Iron Man because she is the smartest and you know the smartest people are always the problem in the world. A lot of times the solution, but a lot of times the problem. And I only say that because she is the Wakandan Tony Stark, right? Like, let's not get that twisted. So when I look at it like that, I'm thinking maybe some of this, what's going on in Black Panther Wakanda forever could be her fault. And think about it like this. It's a scene in the war room when... um. Angela Bassett, the queen of Wakanda, says, I've lost my whole family. Do I not deserve this? Something like that to that effect, right? Could it be Shuri tinkering and tinkering and tinkering leads to her death? I'm just saying. I know I'm going out on a limb. I'm walking the plank with one leg, but it could happen and I could see it happen. So, I don't know, man. What y'all think about that? I feel like that's a good theory. I've been thinking about that theory for the whole week, and I couldn't wait to share it with you guys. But, yeah, I couldn't wait for that one. Okay. Now, let's talk about Moon Knight. So, Moon Knight director... Mohamed Diab has shared a cryptic video featuring Oscar Isaac that teases a season two watch. 
or that see that teases a season two. Look at me over here looking like Joe Biden. Uh, Joe, look, look, I'm tripping over here acting like Joe Biden. So this is what was said, right? TikTok user Hayatia shared a video with Moon Knight director Muhammad Dia and star Oscar Isaac, which may cryptically hint towards season two. And Hayatia says, the question on everyone's mind is there season two. And Diop said, of Moon Knight? And Oscar Isaac says, well, why else would we be in Cairo? Boom! Season two confirmed. Moon Knight coming back. Ill shit. Moon Knight was my, probably, it was my second favorite series. I did say, but I was being in prison in a moment. Yeah, it's probably better than Loki. I only say that because for me, Moon Knight hit on all six episodes. But I still think Loki was my favorite just because of the ramifications. But still, Moon Knight is number two. And then Falcon and Winter Soldier number three. Y'all know how I feel about this shit. So with that being said, I am actually excited for season two of Moon Knight. I mean, they still haven't announced season two of Ms. Marvel. They haven't announced really, I don't think they've announced any season. Oh no, they announced they announced Loki season two. That's the only one I feel like. They said nothing about Hawkeye, which that might be it for Jeremy Renner. And we just going to uh Kate Bishop. But um, yeah, so that's that. What else we got here? Thor Love and Thunder's Rotten Tomatoes critic approval rating has now dropped to a 65%, making it the lowest rated Thor. Um, yeah, man, I don't I don't know. What else can I say about this? Um, people don't want to have fun anymore. They want to have fun, but not with Marvel movies. That's all I gotta say about it. Marvel movies have to be in-game, No Way Home, and Infinity War at this point for them to be considered good. Real shit. The precedent that was set by Marvel movies have just been incredible. I think people was okay with it when they was just dropping shit like Iron Man and shit like that. But when it comes to the movies now after Endgame, I think it's really clouded the perception of the public. I mean, if you look in the comments, everybody is saying, oh, Marvel hasn't dropped a banger since Endgame. Like, that's what they're saying. So all of this shit is predictable at this point. Fuck the critics. Go see this shit for yourself. I love Thor, Love and Thunder. Uh, One of my favorite movies from Phase 4, no cap. I wear the shirt all the time because I love it. The movie was very good to me, so I really fuck with it. I really fuck with it. Okay, now here's another story. Marvel has officially designated Secret Invasion as a crossover event. The first MCU Disney Plus series to be labeled as such. And shout out to MCU to direct. You know I gotta give credit. What does this mean? What is a crossover event? So, 
is Secret Invasion going to have Spider-Man in it? You got to think. Spider-Man Far From Home is where we first learn that Nick Fury was being portrayed by a scroll. Spider-Man could be in it. Like, it's a lot of different possibilities that can make this a crossover event. Maybe some of the Avengers that's left, Hawkeye, Captain America, Shang-Chi. We never know. Let me know you your theories at Kevin27Word on Instagram or Twitter. And let me know what you think could be going on. What is a crossover event? What is the crossover event for Marvel when it's regarding Disney Plus series? I want to know what you guys think. Um, what else do I got for that? Maybe. Oh, maybe Captain Marvel. Oh, maybe Captain Marvel. We never know with the Marvels coming up soon. It could be something like that. You never know. So I think that that's a viable option. Um, and that's cool. Now, the last one I got is this could be possibly a rumor. I didn't see it confirmed on the direct, so I don't know if it's true or not, but they saying that Zazie Beats coming back as Domino in Deadpool 3. Sign me up. I'm ready because Zazie Beats was cold as hell. I loved how she... I loved her powers, man. The power of luck. And her power is being lucky, but I also think her power is being lucky and making the other person unlucky. Seriously. Because if you shoot, if you try to shoot me, but the gun jam and then I grab it and shoot you, that makes me lucky and makes you unlucky, right? So I can't wait to see Domino again in Deadpool 3. I hope that's a rumor that's true because it would be a lot of fun. Um. Okay, now this is the last one I'm thinking. RuPaul's Drag Race star Shay Coulier has joined the cast of Ironheart Disney Plus series. Don't know what that means, but congratulations to you. Um, Yeah, so that's about it, man. I'm about to get up out of here. Fun episode for me. I'm actually going to go start working on some other shit. So y'all stay tuned on the Straight Outta Marvel Land. You know it's your host, Kevin27. Just me, myself, and now. That's all I got into the end. That's what I found out. Shout out to Beyonce. Um, so, yeah, that's it. That's all, folks. Make sure to follow at Kevin27Word on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Subscribe, like, comment, all of that good stuff. And believe until you make believers. <laughs>